What's up, everybody? It's the HP Hoes, Sam and Maddie, with a special guest, Jenna. Oh, Jenna Elise. Hello. Say hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> uh, today, we are bringing extra special podcast episode of, uh, you know, we're just talking about the White Lotus. We're talking about the theories of season two. Uh, just all together, we wanted to, to, first of all, we just wanted to talk about it more because our just weekly discussion <laughs> pods were just not enough at all. Uh, we wanted to bring Jenna onto it because she is caught up. She's I've in it. Binged watched it in like two <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first season so and you know to be current. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I was very excited when um she finished it. If you guys are following us on Instagram, you will see that I posted stories <laughs> of our conversation of yeah. you know just, just uh Chrissy Moltisanti and <laughs> yep, Chrissy Moltisanti in the flesh. Um, so today we are bringing uh, a special episode of just us talking about the theories because no one knows what the fuck is going to happen with this show. And we wanted to discuss amongst ourselves. So uh, just your friendly spoiler warning, if you haven't seen The White Lotus at all, <laughs> season two, get the fuck out of here. Bye. This is not your space. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess what we'll do is we're going to start with um, a similar game to Fuck, Mary Kill, but... <laughs> uh who killed who done it it's like kill or be killed right like who is the most devious character uh you know capable of killing and who is the most killable character or the person that is the easily like easily the most killable i guess mm. yeah. so we'll start yeah i guess that's a did i explain that okay i don't know did it just <laughs> me a who's the most murderous and who is the most vulnerable i guess most likely to, to be murdered to be killed yeah mm-hmm. the most likely to be killed baby mm-hmm. uh all right maddie what do you think um okay so i'm not gonna try to back this up with any crazy like nuanced details but just on like a surface level and i hate to say this even for myself but Jack is very he's so surprising that I think it it makes me think like I really don't know what you're capable of at all so I think in that regard I'm like you could be a killer you could be the killer I don't know why he would because he did have that weird confession and I was like okay you would not be able to kill someone you'd confess immediately mm-hmm. or he'd, he'd kill someone that get really really drunk and sob yeah he'd yes. kill somebody on accident he wouldn't actually he's not a, like a murderer yeah but he'll do some crazy shit so yeah. i'm like i don't know i think like how like how many licks does it take to get to the center right so like how many times do you have to be desensitized until you do something mm. heinous very good point yeah. So I think like in that regard, Jack is going to be my answer. I mean, I have a few other heinous characters, but like for now, this is would be my pick. He made me feel so unsafe by proxy in this episode. I was like, no, don't take Portia. Don't take me anywhere. Uh, and then I most likely to be killed. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and again, going with like movie and TV theories. We talked about this a little bit, but when someone is on the up and up or they're being real positive or they're saying some shit about like life is going to turn, we're going to turn a new leaf. 
they usually die soon oh my God, after are you gonna that. Say Jack again? No, no. I'm gonna say Mia because she's had such good interactions with people. She's had just some nice moments with a few people, and she, even though she's being a little ho, she's like it's it's like joyous. Yeah, she's a little like flower ho. She's mm-hmm. spreading positivity with her with her vagina. Yeah, yeah, truly. Yeah, she's letting those fucking vagina wings take her places. How you should. Oh my God. How you should. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, arguable thoughts for sure, Maddie. What about you, Jen? Uh, so, most likely to be a killer. Um, right off rip, I want to say Ethan, just because of last episode. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he's on the verge of this, like, psychotic break of, mm. like, he, he's just going crazy. And it's it's funny, too, because it's very, um, as I watched the most recent episode, it's very Othello vibes to me. Yes. If you are yeah. familiar with Shakespeare's Othello mm. at all. Um, that That's what it's giving. It, it's mm. giving he's, like being duped into believing something and it's cause it's gonna cause him to go crazy and yeah like alfred hitchcock psycho if you will yeah so like right off rip i want to say ethan just for his actions in the last episode but Mm. also Mm. as a whole because like a gut feeling person i want to say albie because (laughs) he's a very like he tries to play off the nice guy thing so much and yeah. it gives me Sam- creepy vibes it gives me like but i'm a nice guy but i'm yeah. like uh, you know you can I, tell I, that Jenna i want to i want to take care of the broken birds like what, what, yeah what, what? Yeah, Sam had mentioned that. Like stalker vibes to me. So, like, I could also see him growing, like, severely attached and Mm -hmm. killing because of it. And murderous. You can tell that, um, Mm -hmm. for our our loyal listeners, you can tell that Jenna and I were raised in the same households because of that. (laughs) Yeah, truly. I was not shocked when Jenna said, I was like, wow, Sam said the same thing. Amazing. Oh, really? I didn't didn't listen to any of the pods, so that's really fucking funny. But yeah, so so those are like my two, like, off rip, like, both gut feeling and from what I've seen. And then mm-hmm. to be killed, I agree with the Mia, because like you said, that the person who's usually positive and, you know, she has always wanted to be a singer and she gets her, like, chance to do that. Not that it's, like, a crazy breakthrough, like, right. opportunity, but it's still something that she loves to do and she got the opportunity to do it and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but other than her, I would probably say <sighs> as much as I don't think it's going to happen, but Tanya, just because yeah. of the situation that she's in, I don't think it's really going to happen. Um, I, I really think she's going to make it to season three as a constant in the show, but situational where the story is. 
Uh, she's yeah. very she's set up to be trapped. And yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that I think Daphne's gonna kill somebody, and I think Lucha's gonna die. So I'm just gonna. Ooh, I just I right there. <laughs> no, I think that um, for Daphne being the killer, I think she has just shown, and I, I think from like a story, not really, I guess we said that we would do this without any context. So I'm just thinking if like, if I knew Daphne in and out, um, I would think that she has the makings of somebody that could pull off something like this or like, kill somebody and be undetected just like under the radar mm. um and because of just and we see it in everything that she's done in the season so far she is incredibly smart and incredibly savvy and really you calculated. know it, very calculated and mm-hmm. so i think that you know it just give her a motive set up a motive for her and she will you know she'll make sure that she comes out on top and i think that she's that kind of person so um, I'm going to say Daphne is a killer and I'm going to say Lucia as the, as the most killable because, I mean, number one, obviously she puts herself in these situations every single day as a sex worker. Obviously we know it's not really safe out here in these streets, right? Mm. So that is just like a real world, you know, note about that. But also Lucia in the very beginning, um, Maddie and I have talked about this a lot. She's very reckless. Like she's just... She's just really making her way around this whole fucking resort and, like, not paying any mind to, like, any of the lives that she may or may not be damaging, any of the reputations. Like, she does not give a fuck if they they literally all eat dinner and drink in the same place every single night. And she is there hooking up with a new guy every single time. And I'm just like, girl, that is sus. And then not, not to mention, like, this pimp boyfriend uh ex ex john whoever the fuck this like partner in crime alessio guy is like if he is actually dangerous which he seems to be whether he's dangerous towards lucia lucia or anybody else he's dangerous and i'm like okay you being involved with that it's at at a certain point it's going to come back and you're going to be in a dangerous situation you're going to be vulnerable yeah yeah so <laughs> it's, well, that's the thing. it's like it's really hard not to agree on all these things because everybody is just fucking sus at this point. I know, and well, that's why we're here. That's yeah. the magic. That it's is the magic. The magic it, of white lotus. The magic of Mike White, man. Like God, yeah. even the Beyonce I, of TV. The Beyonce of fucking television, man. Mm-hmm. Cable TV, home box office TV. But um, no, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we want to just like dive in. Do you guys actually for like your theories, like wh- what you think might actually work out? Um, do you think that your killer and Killy are actually like are they involved in your theories at all? Like, do you want to dive in deeper to what you guys have said? Because well, both my killer and Killy are actually part of my theories, but we can talk about that after we talk about you guys. So I only have killer and killy theories because we played the game Mm -hmm. but all of my theories are more about like the scandal and the scams that are going on i honestly don't even want to guess on who's gonna die or who's gonna be the killer because i know that i'm gonna be wrong 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 (laughs) so wrong just far away very cold not hot 
Um, I so I'm like, let's just let's just dive in. And on that note, my first one is the Lucia Alessio thing. Uh, I think it's a scam. I think that she is driving the nail home for Albie. That's why she went back at the end of the night after that scare on the road. And she is just like, oh, I'm in need and blah, blah, blah. And she, he'll probably give her the money. And they they used that road incident as a scare tactic. Thank God they didn't hurt Bert. Jesus, oh that was God. so scary. Poor man. And... <laughs> You know, like he's probably just, she's probably just gonna get a bunch of money out of him and then go back to Alessio and be like, look at us. Look, daddy. Yeah. I've also (laughs) wondered if more she's trying to, if I wouldn't say like a good side of her, but like a good reasoning is her maybe trying to scam her way into getting out of Sicily. As in, yeah, 100%. They will take her back to LA. That's what so I she's thought too. Kind of, kind of like tired of everything that's going on because yeah, we don't know who this guy is. If it is an ex, a pimp, it could be her brother for all we know. Yeah, them working together. Like there was really no, you know, no matter what she says about him, it, it doesn't matter because we we don't know the the whole story. So whoever this yep. guy is, regardless, um. It could be a scam in general that they started, and then the scam turned into her scamming her pimp, essentially, because now she's like, you know what? I'm tired of doing this. I'm just yeah. going to try to look out mm-hmm. for myself and get out of here. And yeah. also, like, look at how much money she has garnered just at this one six-day in the white lotus alone i mean she's making three thousand dollars a night and then i think also like dom just being like yeah you're on our rooms charge everything to it which like i can't wait to see that bill number one yeah all the like, um, and all that the, yeah and the shopping they went shopping immediately after and you know that those like those resort boutiques are fucking overpriced as all hell oh, yeah. but yeah so basically what i'm saying is i i agree with both of you i think mm-hmm. each either or could be happening she's either trying to scam albie out of a ton of money with alessio or she's trying to get the fuck out of there because she's always talked about going to la Mm -hmm. so um one thing that we do know from the the uh in the next episode preview is that albie is talking to dom and dom says like you can't save every desperate girl like you meet right so like albie is clearly asking for something either money for for Lucia or for Lucia to come back with them. Mm. So uh. Uh, yeah. So but but basically, yeah. I mean, but that kind of goes into a bigger theory about like I personally think that Lucia is gonna die. I I think that she like I think that she's just not gonna make it. I don't know about Mia, but I mm-hmm. I really think that Lucia is gonna die because there is a, a like a little scene that I saw, whether it be actually used or not, or if it was just like D-roll they needed for this video that they were making to promote White Lotus or whatever, but it's literally just the three DeGrasso boys at the airport by themselves. Lucci is not with them, and they all look fucking miserable. So it's like you can tell, like something really bad happened, but they don't have any they don't have any other connections at the White Lotus. Not even Mia, right? Because like mm-hmm. Albie doesn't, they all look equally um, depressed. 
So that mm. that's just kind of like my one little content piece indicator that like Lucia probably is one of the bodies. And like, let's be clear, multiple bodies, not just one. Yeah. A lot of people still right. think just what the one body in the water. It's not. There are multiple guests. Keyword is guests. Keyword mm-hmm. is multiple that die. Right. Yeah, so I, I love how Sam was so, texting me with a uh, with zoomed in pictures of an ankle in the water. <laughs> so like, does this look like a female ankle to you? Is that well, an anklet? Honestly, no. On, on the ankle, there are there are uh, what are they called again? Um, blisters. Like no blisters. Oh, no, no, no. It was a blister scar. I know a blister scar. They're, my whole ankle is black with them. Like oh, just God. the rest of my life because of how many uncomfortable shoes I've worn. And I was like, this screams female to me (laughs) yeah yeah i agree i agree the first time i ever saw the episode i thought the body looked dainty and feminine i was like oh that's a that's a whore that's a whore in the water (laughs) (laughs) i i hate to say it because they were out here doing the lord's work like support the naked hustle but fuck um yeah and it it sucks that like all of the men in this are just like relatively hairless and i'm just like are you fucking you can't give us one hairy legged man that we can just cross off the list like and then you know but what's also sus is that albie literally is just out here fucking all these times with like ankle like fucking not thigh but like calf high sock like tube socks on every time and i'm like are they trying to hide his feet from us that's what I was thinking the entire time. I actually think there's some psychology behind why men That's leave awesome. their socks on during sex. I think you can Google it. I'm not 100% sure. Fact check me for sure. But I think I've seen something about that before. Uh, we'll I mean, find out. I don't think I would ever have sex with a guy if he took off all his clothes except his socks. I'm, I'm just going to Dainty damaged birds. Stalker, leave your socks on during sex. Red flags, all of it. He probably just has bad circulation. <laughs> you guys are awful. <laughs> he probably has fungus, is what he has, which is red flag. Okay, well, maybe he doesn't know how to fix it and he needs someone to look at it and be well, like, hey, I know what the is. spent the money on the fungus and not a trip to Sicily, okay? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad, I need to go to the bank. I need to take out $2,000 because I got my dick sucked last night. Like, Albie. Okay, go. yeah. Great <laughs> fucking point. Great fucking point. I was um, really rooting for him, but... All right, so I have Gosh, to Google okay. it. <clears throat> and the first <laughs> thing, thing right? that comes Am up I wrong? is, why do men wear socks when they have sex? And somebody answered, socks equal warm, warm feet equal comfort, Comfort equals better sex. <laughs> Men. Men. What that's a the first, first answer. That's, that's See, the- I knew I knew something. Don't count yeah. me out. Sorry yeah. if I'm telling your secrets, boys, but what a what a formula. What a formula. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um okay, Jenna. That. Yeah, that's that's all we needed. Um yeah. Jenna, what are your thoughts on Lucia? What do you think? Killer, um, killy, nothing? I mean, honestly, I don't really think, I'm also trying to think of it as comparing it to first season. And I I remember I I said this to you, Sam, where like the, 
the way that the first season went is all the locals suffered, essentially, mm. and everybody else just kind of got off scot-free. Like, all the locals mm. got screwed over. The Belinda with the, the business thing, when Tanya promised her the, you know, business. Um, obviously, um, Armand dying, <laughs> you know, just straight yeah. up. Um, what's his name getting caught for stealing the bracelets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, the, it's always... the one woman giving birth in the friggin' yeah, employee birth in the office. And... Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like it's always like the locals that suffer. So it makes me want to think that something is going to happen with Lucia just to keep on theme with the, you know, the the white people, white rich people coming into this mm-hmm. resort and just fucking everything up um, yeah so i mean that's just aside from all of the questionable things that she puts herself in with the, the scamming and being a sex worker and, and all that but that's just like another like reason on top is i think just from the writing in general i i think that's what will end up happening i do i do think it is a possibility that she will be I, I'm leaning towards Mia more just because of the happiness scale. You know, things yeah. are looking good for her, so it's like a more of a tragic thing. Yeah. Um, I think Lucia is to, almost to be expected. It's kind of too obvious to me. Yeah. So that's why I'm leaning more towards Mia, though. Yeah, no, and we, we've we talked about that. I've talked about that with you, Jenna, and with you, Maddie, about Mike White's, like, his writing style, and if we're comparing it to season one, whereas, like, Armand, who is the hotel manager who inevitably dies in season one. Oh, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched season one, get the fuck out. Um, uh, but, like, well, we already, we already, we already had the spoiler, you know, warning in the beginning. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, he dies, and he is at his absolute worst. Right, oh, he is God. at his rock bottom. He not he only just, is, <laughs> like he, he not only relapsed. He's been like binging, you know, drugs and fucking employees. He's having orgies with employees. Like he's doing the absolute worst. Then he gets fired, yeah. and then it's like, fuck this, I'm going out with a bang or a stab. Well, it's more, if you it's will. more because and, he was so tightly wound. In the beginning, yes. for having yeah. everything be so perfect, and he's a you know a manager, and he's you know he's just being driven crazy by all these rich white people, and he's just yeah. like trying to hold it together, and he like you just see the journey of him not being able to hold it in anymore, like he wants to do what he yeah. wants to do, yeah. Exactly. So with that being oh said, God. literally like, and figuratively just couldn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, he just he had to get buns out and dicks out and all the big shit in that suitcase, man. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sorry, but I have to say this on behalf of all fucking people in customer service. We get it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. It was honestly cathartic to see that. And I do not condone this. Don't do this. Don't lose your job. Don't get stabbed on accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so uh, yeah, absolutely understood. But reeling it back, the, you know, he was kind of forgot my point now. He was an unexpected death. 
he so like it what and he also was at his rock bottom he wasn't on this climb this character arc of like oh he's doing great you're doing great great no not at all not at all so he was at his absolute worst so then it's like okay do we consider like with mike white and then also we know that there's anomalies that are thrown in there's always like what was crazy is sorry to change the subject you guys know what Mm -hmm. i was saying i'm sure the listeners also know where i was getting just but a, what's but just crazy a quick note, though, is that that was only one death, though. This is three. So it could still very be, well be the case for this. Season. 100%. It's just there's And more. then also, yeah, and then also I got scared of Reddit for a second and I let um, the listeners down because in the last pod that we recorded all of <laughs> yesterday, I said that I wasn't going to look at Reddit or, or uh, White Lotus Twitter until the finale because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. And the thing is... I lied. And how long did that even last? Fifteen minutes? Um, an hour? That lasted hour? an hour and a half. And oh, then I man. Like, I can't. I need to lock. Um yeah. but uh yeah, with all of the fear like no like okay, so what was the craziest thing is that and we'll just jump on Tanya right now because I'm about to mention it, but Tanya I really thought there was this whole cowboy that Quentin was in love with was Greg Fury going around since Quentin mentioned it and he was smoking the Marlboro Reds and they had this whole beauty conversation and they saw Madam Butterfly and all this shite. And I was like, so far-fetched. Absolutely no way. There's no fucking way that someone that lives a literal 4,000 almost miles away is was in love with someone that you're married to and you just happen to be at the same. like it just it seemed so far-fetched come to find out that's true so reddit users like hats off for figuring it out but that was why i swore off reddit for the week they're ruining all you of it for me but the fact that that was correct makes me skeptical of everything i'm like is it hiding in plain sight like is there something that i should be seeing that i'm not seeing because that theory being being true shook my fucking world like it literally it was insane that that was true right the lucia scamming thing not insane not an insane theory happens all the time right yeah no the greg connection was pretty wild i was a little honestly i was a little bit upset that reddit figured it out though and not that not to be like stop doing your thing you people are so smart and I wish I could be like you, but I was also like, fuck, I can't believe these, they're this smart. And you figured it out. And now I know. And honestly, it was still cool. Like I was still pleased. I was like, damn, this man is trying to scam her out of her money. They obviously placed him here to be cruising for rich women to marry. And then somehow I thought kill off, but when we got to the party, there was a lot of ladies. So I was like, they can't be killing all these wives. Well, okay. So I I will counter that with a thought that I had. Uh, Salem, can you, my cat is on my notes. Excuse me. Um, (laughs) One of my notes is what if Quentin is trying to extort the both of them, Greg and Tanya? Yeah. There's a ploy. He's angry about his life. Yeah, or like angry that Greg got old because that's a human thing. Um, and you know, say that in the beginning, yeah, how like how unforgivable and un like like inevitable, however he he phrased it. But I'm just like, oh, 
as if you're not white haired and chubby on this couch right now but okay Clinton, go off um (laughs) a leo in rare form so i think that honestly this one like we we were able to like or not we i take no credit at all for this the redditors were able to figure out this greg um quentin ship that we had at some point but where does that leave us what 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 happens going forward because like obvious the the almost obvious thing is they're trying to um nullify or blackmail like they're either trying to nullify tanya's prenup or blackmail mm-hmm. her but i don't right. think they're trying to kill her but there is and i will hold on to this it's in the front of my brain there is an image of tanya in the trailer for the entire series of her holding a gun that is not rococo's gun or whatever his name is um the fine ass niccolo rococo that's a time period girl i I mean i love rococo but i mean yeah everything is rococo in this fucking palazzo um niccolo it's not the same gun as niccolo has so there's there's a an image of tanya and she's holding a gun and -hmm. there's duct tape next to her and there's a rope and she's clearly going through a duffel bag and i'm like okay where does where does tanya go off what do you guys think is gonna happen with her that's a great question i actually was thinking that portia might die in some kind of situation with tanya because tanya could make it out i think tanya is smarter than she lets on but she probably wants to see what's going on fully she's a curious white person which is always usually their fail and like scary movies like don't go investigate she's investigating but I think Portia, now that she's put two and two together, might swoop in and like jump in front of the bullet or something. I don't know. I don't know if they'll try to kill Tanya, but I feel like Tanya might put herself in a situation like, hey, I saw these guns. I know you guys have these drugs. You've been saying this thing about the mafia, you know, two times is a fucking coincidence. Three times is fucking facts. So... I don't know. I just feel like she might like badger too much and like try to like pry and then they'll be like, we have to fucking kill you now. And then Portia's going to bust in and be like, don't. And then Portia's going (laughs) to If they need me in the writing room, just call. (laughs) I need you in a Disney writing room. Oh, thank you. That's so nice, actually. Uh, okay, Jenna, what do you think? What do you think of the whole tiny situation um, as of late? How, what, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, obviously we can all agree on the whole trying to get the prenup null and void. We, we, like, we know what's going mm-hmm. on. You know, the, the problem that I have with the writing in general is that I hate that it is so obvious that this is a really shitty situation where people are most likely going to die, which makes me believe that no one is going to die in that situation. Because I think it's too obvious. Yeah, I I just, I I think it's just, I think it's too obvious. Like, they're setting up this huge thing where, you know, they're obviously trying to catch her in this thing, and they're always talking about beauty and you know, the Madam Butterfly thing, and it's just all these connections that just make things really, really obvious that 
Mm. Someone in that storyline, that particular part, is going to end up dead. And I think with the writing, I think it's just being thrown in our face as a red herring. Not that the whole show isn't a whole bunch of fucking red herrings anyway, but I think her whole situation is the most red herring of them all because Mm. it's drugs and partying and this not incest but incest thing going on and guns and like you know it's drugs it's just all this stuff going on that just makes it very like this like quintessential like shit's gonna go down scenario Mm -hmm. and i think it's just being thrown in our face and more is happening elsewhere so but i do think she is the type of person to confront instead of like trying to you know weasel her way Mm -hmm. out and like get out of there without being like seen or heard or anything she's very confrontational with her feelings i feel like but she's also hopped up on coke so who knows (laughs) oh yeah going on so much i think i said it last night and i'll say it again she was fucking railing that coke Mm -hmm. like it it was not little bumps it was that shit was a hefty line. Yes. Kids, yeah, kids don't do like, it. And then I just love her like, give me your bag. I want to do more. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. let's look in your cocaine bag. bag. She went from like, I haven't done this in forever to I'm just going to freaking do a whole... You know, I thought she was going to die. I literally thought she was going to die right there. I thought that yeah. was going to be her first death. <laughs> Fucking cocaine OD. Boom. Out of there. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you, Jenna, um, on the sense that it's red herring. Um, I think that if anything, uh, any casualty from the situation would probably be Portia. So I agree with you, too, on that, Maddie. But, like, I also think that the one of the major shocks is going to be of the season is going to be Portia is not dumb. And she is going to come out of it. She's outsmarting them. Because, like, I just – I can't get over – and this is the only thing that makes sense is she goes – first – there's two things here. There's two sides. There's a Quentin dumb side, and then there's a Tanya smart side. Tanya going to the room, seeing the picture of Greg and Quentin from when they were younger, um, and then still just being like, oh, there's an Italian dick. You know, like, just and just <laughs> continuing her night as normal. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, but I think it's just everything is just noted. Like, she's like, okay, noted, noted, mm-hmm. noted, noted thing with Quentin and Jack, noted like the Palazzo, noted like his comments about how expensive the upkeep is, like all this stuff. Like, it's just, I feel like she's just, it's, it's all there, it's all stored. And we've seen Tanya be really self aware and aware of her surroundings before, even though that's usually drowned out by her ditziness. So, um, but then on a Quentin side, I guess my question with this fucking guy is like, you know that they're going to be using this bedroom to fuck, right? You know that that's where the camera is set up. You know that that's where all the business is happening. Why would you leave a photo out? That's why I said, what if Quentin is trying to play the both of them, both Craig and Tanya? Yeah. Because why would you leave? Like, you can't be slot. Like, if you're trying to pull off a master scheme, especially if you've done this before, can't be sloppy like that can't be leaving pictures out yeah um and then also another note just to throw in here it, i don't think it really matters that much in the grand scheme but like 
There's a camera recording Tanya and Ricolo. <laughs> Ricolo. Ricolo. Oh, oh my god. god. No, no we're Italian too. So like <laughs> so Um then the camera was definitely on with him and Jack. It's pointed exactly where yeah. they yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that's just another little messy quentin damn use a bitch like fact about that man um yeah (sighs) well he's probably in the mafia too so quentin with a name like quentin absolutely not why (laughs) why not no he could be like a do boy for the mafia but you can't be in the mafia when you're that white i don't think okay well you never know you never know okay um all right let's talk about the couples yeah i think oh, this is the, the couples one. i hated Even. their story right now it's so unbearable it's so bad but yeah who the i actually think that you're right about daphne being the killer she has been so you know it's always the quiet ones it's always the ones that you don't think she has been smart. She's oh, she literally always says the right thing, even when it's like hard. Even when ugh, I remember she was talking about her pregnancy and how hard it was, and Cam like took over the story. But the way that she still handled it and like ended the conversation so quickly was very gracious. And I was just like that. What like. Ugh. Something about her is just like, yeah, you know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be her. Um, although, as fucking pissy as Harper is, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if you fucking killed somebody. Your attitude oh. says you want to kill someone all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that Daphne is a mastermind. I think that if anybody of the four of them is capable of killing somebody, it would be Daphne. Um, I also think that she probably has the most motive outside of Ethan in his fit of rage. But um, I, you know, honestly, what I, God, I don't know why I'm thinking this because I don't, I didn't see it on Reddit or Twitter or anything. Like there was no seed planted, but like, I'm just like, what if Daphne orchestrated Cam dying and then made it look like it was Harper and Ethan? that did it she got all the money yeah and got to just live her life out with her fucking trainer yeah but what money though i mean that's okay that's that's a that's another thing to kind of think about because you know we we were talking about it before how we it kind of seems like cameron either has no money or he's lost his job potentially Mm -hmm. and he's just hiding it from Daphne which a lot of people do I I listen and watch a lot of true crime and there are a lot of men out there that try to hide Mm -hmm. um, losing a job or losing a position you know income or anything like that and then kill because they just can't hold up the lie anymore Um, so I mean that would explain you know, everything on credit cards that would explain always eating and charging the food to the hotel room instead of going out to eat. Because when you're on fucking vacation, especially in a place like Italy or Sicily, like you go out and you eat. 
like Normally. you know you you go and have you know the food and you explore but every every time they've ever done anything food wise it's always been at the hotel charge it to the room or even the know? winery excursion was probably through the hotel it was an excursion yeah, it was a, like yeah, yeah mm-hmm. excursions through the hotel everything's charged to the room mm-hmm. like he you know obviously he can't you know pay you know sex workers he can't mm-hmm. he can't do anything and that's yeah. very you know a telltale thing of somebody who is hiding the fact that they are probably unemployed yeah so um yeah and then to not necessarily counter that but one thing that I did mention with Maddie off the pot is that because he works for this hedge fund and because or this you know the financial company that he works for um this could easily have been on like a company credit card Right, mm-hmm. which would still make sense if he's actually broke, but he's charging everything to the company card. Can't charge the prostitutes to the company card, but can charge right. the wine and the food and the excursions and all that to it. Um, right. Because it's technically a sales trip because he did pitch a sales idea to Ethan. So that's another thing. But then there actually was um, a subreddit on it that was just like, okay, is Cam actually broke or is he just think he's too good to pay a sex worker? how much she charges which is also very cam like right like fuck you this is all i have i'm too lazy like i don't want to go to the bank you know like just this like i'm better than this you know you don't deserve whatever attitude that he has so um like any of those things can be in play i thought that he was broke from the very beginning and like i knew that this was a strategic vacation just like harper said um but yeah I don't know. And then all of the things, like, even if, especially if he is broke, could be another reason for Daft to just kill him off. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Might as well yeah. kill him in Sicily. I mean, and then I don't even know if there is a, what's it called? Um, uh, extraditing. Like, I, I don't even know if they extradite for murder in from Italy to the United States. Like, I don't know if it's one of those countries that where if you commit. A, oh, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm a, sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do because it's a first world country and, you know, all that. But probably a lot easier to get away with murder in, you know, another country than on vacation with your spouse when you have an alibi and you have witnesses. And, and then it also makes sense in the very beginning. She was very chatty with those two girls for whatever reason, she was there by herself. Like her yeah. bags were all on the other chair that she was with. So no one was with her that beach day. And, mm-hmm. you know, and she says, we're leaving today. I'm going to get in the water for the last time. Blah, blah, blah. Enjoy your vacation. It's so romantic, et cetera, et cetera. Like she's, she's ticking off all those boxes to make sure that like her alibi is checked yeah. and then somehow comes across a body in the water. Right. So like whether that body is actually cam or not, don't know but i think if cam is dead daphne is behind it that's my that's my Mm -hmm. formula right Mm -hmm. if this then that right yeah Yeah, because my my whole thing was it's it would be super suspicious to police if she were swimming in the water and she saw her own husband in the water and didn't scream like oh my god cameron like my husband like right yeah she just took off running to the beach so yeah. I don't think the body in the water is Cameron's. I agree. But yeah, I, I do agree that if Cameron said it's most likely a Daphne. Plus, she does. She has the trainer 
she has kids with this trainer essentially because she she basically said it like mm, yeah that you know the kids are more likely not Cameron's um mm. so what better way to start your new life with your trainer with your husband out of the way Ex- yeah husband. especially I mean out of the if, way. yeah well Truly. exactly so um and then that you know kind of like goes into the um Matt, sorry, Maddie, I didn't want to change subjects without you having a thought in. What do you think about Um Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I actually had a thought, and this is a reach, but I was like, oh, maybe Harper planned it because she's so, you know, Ethan just came into a bunch of money. They've obviously not been relating to one another for such a long time. Like, I don't know. Like, I know she to be honest like her personality doesn't scream killer to me but i'm just like people do crazy things that i think are out of character when shit is crazy in life like anyone is liable to do anything at any time and and sometimes you surprise yourself you don't even know what you're capable of so i think like you know, like I said, this is a complete reach, but I'm like, Harper could be trying to get the money and be like, yeah, I want to live like a fucking good sex life now. Bye. Mm. Yeah, the other I mean, the other thing with Daphne, too, is that she's... The other thing that throws me off with her is she's very detailed when she talks. She mm. overshares when she talks. Expressive. And that's, mm. and that's usually... Uh, telltale sign of somebody who's lying is when mm-hmm. they give too many details. Uh, again, so, you know, watching a lot of true crime, um, it's usually the people that try to over-explain what they were doing or give such specific details to try to make themselves seem more truthful. Yeah. And she goes around and like, she, and she talks like details, like you said in the in the beginning, the first episode with her talking to these you know, two women. It's completely oversharing to two complete strangers that strangers. she absolutely mm-hmm. did not need to say, like, any of that. And then the same thing, too, like, the other thing that threw me off was um, her going and getting the massage, which was super weird to me, because like, one, why would there only be one spot left? I guess that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she came back, she gave details. Yeah. Like, she could have mm-hmm. just said that the massage was great, but instead she had to throw in, like, what the masseuse looked like and, like, how great <laughs> it was. And, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it's just, it's just the fact that, like, she gives so many details all the time when it's, like, to me, completely unnecessary, which is... Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, no, and then on top of that, um, you know, thinking about to the first episode, not of her finding the body, but of the first uh, like lunch that the couples all have together, and they're talking about what they watch, and she's like, "Oh, I love those serial killer documentaries." Like the husband always kills the wife in a scuba accident, and (laughs) just you know, just touching on that, like this, you know, and then even then, it's like when they're introduced to their rooms and Rocco is pointing out that Ethan asked about the Testa di Moro heads and mm-hmm. she's like, 
yeah, babe, you know, you better not fuck up. Otherwise you'll be buried in the garden. And it's just like little things that seem so innocent, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It's very reminiscent of a scream. Yeah. uh, To me where, uh, especially in the first scream, it's, the, the boyfriend and his friend. Spoilers! It's the boyfriend <laughs> and his friend. You know, if you haven't they're, watched they're, Scream, I, honestly, I honestly. threw it out there just for the hell of it. But um, but it is. It's You're the, the boyfriend. It's the boyfriend and the friend who sit there and love horror movies and talk about you know, like you know, don't go mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, so it's like yeah. they throw it out there that it's that's them. I. Yeah, it's little it's little tidbits that you think wouldn't even matter, but then when like if you go back and rewatch the whole thing, you're like, <gasps> oh, yeah. I caught that, caught that, and like that's yeah. exactly what I did, and that's why like my bet is Daphne, and then also um, what we talked about in our last podcast, just the discussion of episode six, like how Daphne had such a minor part in episode six because I think that it's gearing up for a huge part in episode seven, also. The the person that in season, if we're mirroring season one and season two, the first guest that we see of the White Lotus in season one is the douchebag. What's his name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he is the one that we see at the airport for the first time where the old couple is trying to talk to him. And they say, oh, I heard somebody died there. And that's how we know that there's a death, right? But he is the mm-hmm. only person from the White Lotus that we see in that airport in that beginning sequence where we're setting up. He also is the killer, accidentally, of course, but is the killer. Daphne is the one that we see in this one. Mm. So I'm not saying that it's going to be the exact same, but I'm saying there are a lot of parallels between season one and season two. And I think that Daphne being the only one outside of Valentina and Rocco, who obviously are the, they're the, you know, employed by the White Lotus. So I don't really, I'm not taking them into consideration, Um, but she's the only guest that we see in that beginning sequence so it's just like all it like all signs lead to yes daphne mm-hmm. has something to do with at least one of the deaths that happen and like yeah. what if all three deaths are fucking cam ethan and harper and daphne is just like yeah. all right peace yeah like, i was yeah. thinking about that too oh yeah because that, that like almost brings me back to the the whole because i know that they said that they're murders like i get it but that brings me back to the Othello theory, where mm-hmm. this is something that was that Daphne knows about. So technically, she does get off scot free because she technically didn't murder anybody herself, but she knows that it's all happening. Like yeah, she's on the sideline, kind of orchestrating and and just seeing this all happen, and is completely okay with the three of them all going off their fucking rockers trying to make each other jealous and you know you know ethan or uh harper finding you know the condom wrapper and you know in the room and her having the latch on the door and the the door open adjoining the rooms was you know that that door was open you know it was like all these things where you know ethan is just fucking going crazy so I, I, I really mm-hmm. think that something is going to happen between the three of them. And we do know that there is a fight between Cameron and Ethan from the previous yeah. or the next episode. Yeah. So we know that there's a physical altercation that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going with the Shakespearean, uh, it would be 
Ethan killing Harper um, and possibly Cameron as well or trying to and then killing himself which it would be yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. whole thing yeah um, but like I said if they said murders and not murder-suicide then that could be like well, I, yeah. yeah, and that, again, could be a language, um, you know, is there a way to say murder-suicide in Italian? Who the fuck knows? We don't speak Italian. So, like, True. you know, it mm-hmm. like it could just be a language translation, that, you know, and just, yeah. like... Well, right, and murder-suicide is... probably still falls under homicide. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In, in terms of how the police are called or how they handle right. the situation. Right, yeah. exactly. Especially as the staff clean up and get out and all of that um so yeah we and then just noting that we only see one body bag coming off of the beach and so we can only have like assume that the other ones are inside the hotel maybe in the rooms and you know somewhere that's not on the beach right Mm -hmm. so so i'm just like okay it might like with the whole daphne cam daphne killer uh cam kelly it could easily be another body in the water. Cam could be dead in the room, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so, um, but Maddie, uh, what are yeah. you thinking on our list of people outside of Daphne um, and outside of Tanya and outside of Lucia? Like, what are you thinking? Like, who do you have eyes on the most coming into the finale? Ooh, I mean, so I'm not even thinking about Killer Killy because, again, I I'm gonna be wrong as hell. Okay, but, but be wrong. Who do I have my eyes on though? Like who am I interested in? Like I wanna see their shit blow up. I mean, I think Jack is just so interesting. I'm like, oh, you had to be dug out of a hole, a deep fucking hole. And Greg was the one who helped you get out of it. Like, I want more answers to that. Like, I wanna see what their whole slew is and how Jack plays into that specifically because mm-hmm. I'm like if this is just like some how is he benefiting this how is he helping you guys and how are you helping him I I, I definitely want to know more about that and um obviously like Ethan and Harper like I'm as fucked up as their shit is like I was I was rooting for them from the beginning I'm like damn y'all are going through some shit and now you know Ethan's all fucking duped and it's probably going to be bad and i'm i don't want it to be this um, way but i am interested t- uh okay so my just my thoughts on that i think ethan and harper are going to be great actually and i think if anybody of the couples die my guess was always cameron but now it's kind of harper mm. um just because that would be the probably the most tragic of the four of them considering ethan is now off his rocker um, and we know Queen Daphne is not going to die. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking it might be Harper. And I'm thinking that also in tie with Lucia because they both, like, have this almost the same exact hairstyle and color. <coughs> and so it could be a mistaken identity case where Alessio comes in and fucking shoots Harper in the back of the head thinking that it's Lucia or... Albie tries to save Harper and you know and it's not I I, there I don't know I'm thinking that that might come in um but you know the thing is like or it could be just all three of them all three of them are just fucking sick of Cameron and they're like hey he's 
you know, Ethan and Harper can be like, hey, Cameron's caused us a lot of shit. You know, he left, you know, he's, you know, he got fucking accidentally naked in front of Harper and accidentally left a a condom wrapper. He's accidentally doing all of these things that are clearly throwing a wrench in their relationship. Mm -hmm. And we already talked about Daphne just you know, in her trainer and probably just wanting out of the marriage anyway. So it could very be, possibly be all three of them working together and be like, you know what? The common denominator of all of our shit right now is Cameron. Fucking Honestly, yeah. that's my favorite theory and favorite ending for this. Thank <laughs> you. I hope that happens because honestly, Daphne deserves better. I remember there was a few conversations with Harper where even though she played it cool, she seemed hurt. Like, she seemed like, yeah, like, this shit, I do what I need to do to make myself feel better, but, like, this doesn't make me happy. Yeah. She's very, like, 50s housewife to me in that sense where, uh, you know, you know that your husband is unfaithful and you know you have a lot of issues, but it's, you keep up appearances anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You you have the, you have the nuclear family where you, you have you know the husband and the, that you know he has a great paying job he's the breadwinner and you have kids and everything seems so fantastic yeah you know in in in, in the beginning um i kind of like i thought the same way and then i we immediately got scenes of them behind closed doors and how happy they seemed and then the more and more we go the more and more i like almost know that daphne is acting and it, it like specifically with Cameron that like she is that happy and they get along this well and they have this great banter and they have this great flirting relationship and in in the first couple episodes I was like yeah this is great like this is exactly what I want with my husband you know not necessarily the infidelity but if that's like a side effect from having extreme compatibility and a happy life and whatever then like maybe I'm open to it I don't know I'm not married yet I have no idea but like the more and more we go on i think the more and more i'm realizing like daphne isn't actually happy the thing is is she might be unhappy but she's not a victim and like that's the biggest thing is that you know we like i just don't want to talk about her like she's a victim because she is very well capable of leaving this situation Mm -hmm. and she's not for a reason and she obviously is self-serving here and I'm like, fucking hats off to you. Like, Cameron thinks that he can fuck around and do whatever he wants. And maybe she also fucks around and maybe he knows about it. But, you know, I don't want to talk about either of them. Like, they're, like, abusing each other because they're not. They're lying no. and, you know, and cheating. And and that's wrong, you know. But at the same time, like, who the fuck are we to judge somebody else? You know, any sort of relationship anyways. Um, but yeah, no, the more and more I see her, like it, it was, there are just specific moments where I was just like, yeah, she doesn't seem happy and she seems like she's over it. She's done. And it's, I think it's just kind of like leading up to a boiling point probably for her. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know why I'm just thinking that like Harper dying is the most tragic of the four of them dying. And I just, I just ha- like, I don't know. There's just some sort of like, there's been a lot of symbolism with the paintings and her walking up to the Mm -hmm. pier and standing like with the water. And then, you know, uh, there have been people on Reddit that have said like, Oh, every time she's in the shot outside, like there was birds there and birds are like, and there was one interview that the actual composer 
for it um, did that said the last two episodes are very dark and he had a hard time getting through them. And I'm thinking that, you know, what, like, we know that murder is happening, but like, I think that something even more sinister might happen, like rape or I, I hope yeah. it's allowed to say that on YouTube. I don't know if I'm allowed yeah, to say that on YouTube. Sorry, trigger warning, but yeah, I agree. Something more sinister. Um, so yeah, when we're thinking about that, I'm just like, okay, like, I just feel like Harper is going to be at the forefront of that. And that's going to topple over into something that, that ends up, you know, uh, like going into someone dying. So, um, okay. Jenna, what do you think? I haven't asked you yet what you thought, like killer Killy, like for real with context. (laughs) It's, I don't know, it's really hard. I, it's hard. My brain just wants to say that every, anything's possible, which that's the whole fucking point of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because as much as I try to focus on, like, a main killer killee, like, I keep thinking about other possible things that can happen, like other storylines that are thrown into the mix that are thrown to the wayside because these other bigger things are more apparent because obviously mm. the Quentin and uh, Tanya thing is, is huge and you know Portia and Jack that whole thing being tied in you know with them is huge plus she's alone with him like they're not even like they're in the room right that's the last place that the it's two just of them her and Rapolo in the room yeah no, I'm talking about Portia and Jack. Oh, yeah, they're just in the yeah. hotel room. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's like, you know, they're alone by by themselves. But then, I, I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, I don't want to count out anybody else. Like, I don't want to count out Valentina. I don't want to count out the piano man. Like, part of Giuseppe! me feels like... Giuseppe! <laughs> Giuseppe. A part of me really feels like like he's gonna come back with a vengeance and kill Mia. Yes, like, and, I, and, and, I just, and just Mia's one of the three that dies as like not a major, major you know plot point. Obviously, like I said, there's bigger um, storylines going on, but that's just a very real possibility of him coming back and being pissed off that yeah, you know, he got fucking drugged and yep. he lost and out on money. Out and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, and then, you know, she's essentially, he could see it as her doing it on purpose to try to get his job. And then she's yeah. singing, you know, at the resort. And, you know, I can see her, I can see Valentina letting her sing another night and he comes walking in while she's singing. And then yeah. it's just proof right there that she possibly did it to maliciously when it really wasn't um you know so it's like i don't want to count those stories out i also don't want to count out and i know this is like super like super weird but i don't i also don't want to count out bert i feel like there's something more going on with it i I, like i feel like he's just like like i get he's an old man i get he's clumsy he has a freaking bandage on his head and i get that he hasn't been the greatest father either and there's this you know the whole story with the the three you know family members there 
and mm-hmm. like I I have this like another gut feeling that something else is going to go on with him where either mm-hmm. like he's going to take matters into his own hands about uh, Albie and and Lucia or he's going to talk to Dom about it and the two of them are going to do something. So Mm -hmm. that's also like something where I'm like, is Bert a killer? Like, is he old school? But I'm just saying, like, but is he like old school enough to be like Lucia? No, yeah. what, what, like, I really think, like, oh, causing yeah, all the strife between his son and his son's son. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Because what he finds out all this, because throughout the whole season, he keeps saying, like, especially to Dom, he's like, no, that's the girl that I saw in the room. She's mm-hmm. around really often. Like, he's fucking smart. He's not some, mm. like, he may be old, but he's not fucking dead. Like, he's not seeing him at all. That no, man he's is, not is seeing. He, no, he's not. He's freaking sharp as a pack, man. He knows what's going on. Remember so when he like, was like, "I don't remember. I'm concussed." Yeah, yeah no, he said like you he, can't blame me for what I say. I'm concussed. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like he's very on point with everything. He knows what yeah. he's saying. He knows he's a smooth talker. But is it, like to me, he's like very old school, like italian sicilian like i'm gonna you're fucking with my family and you're obviously causing a lot of shit like i think he has the potential to possibly kill either lucia or you know pip over there or both like maybe which would be really interesting because he was sure enough about to get out of that car and protect her last episode so like so that, and, that, I, and then I, that's I, part. Of, that's part of the reason why I started thinking that he has, he has the potential to do more is because of that scene, where yeah. he was very much willing to get out, and he was the only one who was like, "No, this is fucked up. I'm gonna do something." But I think he's gonna end up figuring out this scheme between the two of them, and he's probably gonna figure out that that whole car scene between the two of them was fake mm-hmm. and he's gonna do something about it yeah yeah no that's a... swimming with the fishes <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> she's found in the water uh, yeah oh very, my god thank you for good. that classic italian reference you're gonna be swimming with the fishes I mean, that was great the fishes and lucia is found in the water man it, 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 it yeah sense. no it makes head, sense okay? it makes sense no the blister scars make sense if it is Lucia because mm-hmm. that girl be wearing some crazy shoes. She's always in some crazy shoes. Um, no, that's a really great point. I was thinking but immediately. I do. I th- but, uh, but my point is, is that like there's characters that I think because since there might be at least three deaths, again, we don't know how many. We just figure that there's at least three. Yeah, I don't want to discount more i not i wouldn't call them side characters but i don't want to discount people that seem like they won't do anything mm, yeah and same. i think Bert is one of those characters same. yeah that's very good point because that would be very mike white white lotus-esque of you know the whole thing of you know like it, it's just expect the unexpected right like mm-hmm. we have these ideas based on the stuff that we've seen and the symbolism and the trailers and all this stuff of like who we think could die but like 
and who could be a killer but that is kind of his thing is that you know he comes out of nowhere and like yeah because it you know in season one we couldn't have i thought it was somebody completely different the entire time because it just everything was leading up to it being this one person and then it was not at all who i expected so i'm like i'm expecting the same thing but on like a times three which is kind of overwhelming to think about because like Maddie is saying, like she's not even going to guess because she knows she's going to be wrong. And I feel the same way. I'm like, I, do. I mean, yeah, granted, I feel the same way too. I'm, I'm just throwing things out there. That's why it's so hard for me to like, like set in stone what I, what I yeah. think is going to happen because I, yeah. I, I so, think everybody has the potential to kill or be killed. Yeah. But I do think like for some, I guess like, most likely some I guess like superlatives for mm-hmm. what's most mm-hmm. likely yeah. to happen I do think that they uh, sorry okay. that, I'm still, sorry high sorry school I'm yearbook this about, shit. Like, that, exactly if this yeah. is a high school yearbook like most likely to kill most likely to die I can think of two people most likely to kill and most likely to die just from my graduating class right now. Oh my so God. I'd no, really we're not going to name our graduating class. people. <laughs> but no, 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 no. But I'm just saying it would be hilarious if that was actually a superlative. Oh my God. That would be awful. I feel like that's the superlative <laughs> for the boys, which aren't they coming off of the spinoff? And I feel like yes. they should add that yeah, if they haven't already. So not to go completely off track, but was it it was uh Mr. Hadley there in your graduating class? Who was Mr. Hadley? That, back in the day in good old PSL. Mm, I didn't have him. Mm, me neither. Me neither. Tyler mm. Hadley? Oh, really? oh was he, was he in your graduating class? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, didn't know him, actually. Did not know him. I was a little bit older. I was going to say, was was he in your graduating class or close to you? Close to me. I think he was a year younger, too. But, okay. That's a crazy connection. Holy shit. (laughs) Literally everyone I know was at that party that night. I know a lot of people that were at that party, too. Yeah. yeah, no, he was literally like a grade older than me, so like I was very close yeah. to him. Like I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was like, was he your graduating class? Because there's the superlative right there for you. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> most likely to kill fucking Tyler Goddamn Hadley. If you don't know him, Google him. Yeah, um, that shit made national like news. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> most likely yeah. to to happen in the series, I do think that Daphne most likely is probably a killer and will probably kill somebody. And I also think that most likely Alessio and fucking Lucia are out here scamming in these streets. Yeah. Those are my most likelies. Um, we already know what's going on with Tanya. My biggest question with that now is, is Greg actually as involved as we think that he is? Or is quentin trying to scam tanya and greg equally and that's why he's being sloppy and leaving the Mm -hmm. photo out that's you know like trying to draw tanya a certain way to also fuck over greg i I don't know i just don't think it's as clean cut as we think that it is Mm -hmm. um so that's my question mark i don't have really any most likelies outside of what you just said Mm. um and yeah i mean we did we did talk about how the well we talked about the phone calls a little bit that Greg yeah. was, was having. And again, with the 
the obvious thing, I want to go against what the obvious thing is, is that Greg has something to do with, with it. There's a part of me that wants to say that he doesn't. I don't know why. And that's the whole phone call conversation thing that I talked about with you, where I think that potentially when he was on the phone and he was saying, I love you to someone, he was talking to a child. Okay, yeah, daughter, his daughter. So I I think maybe again they're making it so obvious, like, oh, all of a sudden Greg has to leave for two days and it's so convenient that he has to leave and you know, makes him look suspicious and just him whole, getting like, so mad that Portia was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like again, like these these red herrings. It's just like mm-hmm. I, I just don't like when things are that obvious when you're trying to I you know when I think that like in season one it felt very obvious that certain people were going to be the ones that died and they weren't yeah and and so I think that it it's the same exact thing it's just like you you like one storyline makes so much sense that you're just sold on it until the very end and then you know and then I mean there's also the potential that Greg can come back on the last uh, on you know last day and Tanya's just so fucking pissed off finding everything out that she just kills Greg like oh like I I mean (laughs) because like the thing is is they're coming back on a boat because they left on a boat and the easiest way to get back on a boat like I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna wake up have breakfast and then they're gonna make their way back to the resort on a boat and then the body is in the water already someone dies on that boat probably Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so like that that would that wouldn't make sense to me if that was how the storyline is but like i honestly like i'm almost like no it's too easy i feel like if anybody within that circle is gonna die it probably would be portia that's the most tragic death of all of them right because Mm -hmm. it's just like come on people we know it's not gonna be fucking tanya the season three is renewed mike white is gonna bring her back you know well we we said that that like we also discussed before about how there's kind of like a tragic there would be a tragic death in each group. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the family group, it would be Don, I think, would be the most tragic death. Yeah. Um, because of him trying to be a better person, realizing that, you know, the effect that his dad on had on him, mm-hmm. and now he's reflecting it back to his own son, and how yeah. his actions are affecting his family, and the infidelity and everything and he's yeah he had a great time with Lucia but you know he realized he made a mistake mm-hmm. again and he's trying to be better um Bert I don't think would be as tragic because you he, he's older like I hate to say it but it's it's just story wise it's it's not as tragic as if Dom were to die mm-hmm. um and then, you know, we already talked about the four, you know, friends. But then out of the, you know, Portia, Tanya group, yeah, Portia would be the worst. The yeah, tragic. that would be yeah. the worst. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and honestly, if we're thinking about just the hoes as they stand, Mia would be the most tragic. Yeah. I think Lucia, it's like she's she's actually in this life. Mia is not a prostitute. You know, right. she just took a page from from Lucia's book and like, okay, I want to make something of myself. Is this this is how you might get ahead? So let me just do that. But 
Lucci is the one that's actually like in it. So yeah. Mia dying would be the most tragic for sure. Yeah. Um. Gosh. <sighs> okay. Well. Uh, we got nowhere, people. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, but that's the whole point, though. I mean, it's there's no way to know until we watch that. Yeah. No. Thank you for fucking following. We could all be right or we could all be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um I will not keep my vow. I will be on Reddit every fucking day. Every, every waking moment. Um until Sunday. And then Sam's we will be over likely... here rewatching every episode and yes. you know, screen grabbing and pausing mm-hmm. and rewinding. Literally. Oh. Um I already started last night. I even started watching Mike White's Survivor season just to try to get clues from his uh you know, like who he took inspiration by that he was on this fucking island with. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll, I guess, like, really, we won't know. That's the ultimate base from this is like, we just, we're not going to know until, until it comes out. That's just Mike White style. And I honestly, I love him for it because, um, yeah, all the theories sound fucking good and plausible, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm happy that if one of us got it right, I'm happy if none of us got it right. I'm happy either way. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's, just like um, one, it's one of those shows where it's totally okay to be wrong, because the shock yes. factor makes the show good. Yes. Yeah. And you being wrong, you're like, holy shit, I didn't see that. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. Fun of it all. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's why I think I was I was really upset when the whole Greg cowboy thing was actually right. And I'm like, how did someone from that got just recently fired from HBO? Yeah, was the one leaked that started, it. 100% had to have that because I'm like, no one would have thought like, what? That it was. I was like, this is so crazy. It's such a crazy theory that like, how can this be real? Yeah. And like, and then on top of that, now that I know that it is real, like how how did someone think about that? And then the whole thing just spread like wildfire. And I was like, oh shit, anything really is possible. The White Lotus, isn't it? I mean, it's the same and thing it. that happened and with it. Game of Thrones where, where people were theory crafting and they were all over Twitter and Reddit and they were you know, yeah. trying to come up with things. And, you know, he was actually pretty, uh, I wouldn't say that he was upset, but he was like, damn, you really figured out uh, everything that I was going to write. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Which is which is really cool because that's such a lore like fandom universe that it's really cool that what the White Lotus has this that fandom behind it too because mm-hmm. normally drama shows or thriller shows they they don't really have this kind of audience I think like Yellow Jackets is in close running because that's also gotcha. super crazy yeah. mystery mm-hmm. show but. Um, but yeah, no, I, I haven't really seen this for any other show that's like in the same caliber of White Lotus or in the same like genre. So it's really cool. I'm just like, yeah, Mike White, you fucking, you did it. Like you did this mm-hmm. and we're here talking about it. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's really um, but on that note, we will catch you guys back with, I don't know, uh, the fucking finale, I guess. Yeah. Ah. See you at the finale. Yeah. Get your oh, fucking panties like up. so far away. I know, no. but I also don't want it to end. I know, I'm because like, that means people die. I don't want them to die. No, fuck, I want them all to die, but I hate ending <laughs> podcast series. Um, it really sucks so bad when we're just like, okay, signing off. Tears. That's right, though. We have something <laughs> in the works. We'll see you guys in January when it's dry season oh, for TV. Yeah. We have some fun stuff planned. 
Oh yeah, we've got a lot planned. Um, but yeah, I just don't ever want to not be talking about the White Lotus. You know? <laughs> it's hard to because so. it's they're such uh, short seasons. I know. Uh, it also makes it difficult. Yeah. But I mean, the finale is an hour and twenty minutes, so it's Ooh. almost short movie. Ooh. Like it's almost movie length, so that's great. Um, yeah. and we got seven episodes this season. Last season we only got six, so I we should okay. I guess be Moving grateful. Up. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe season three we'll get eight episodes. We'll take it. We're still thinking. <laughs> oh, All right, guys. All right. Well, Thank you again. Yeah. Follow us. Yeah, do do the damn thing. Comment on this. We're going to throw this up on YouTube. Um, Jenna, where can they find you? Uh, I am Jenna Elise on pretty much everything. Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Uh, except Twitch. I do stream on Twitch sometimes. Uh, that's just Jenna Elise, though. Uh, but yeah, Jenna Elise. Cool. Uh, you can find us at hb.hose on Instagram, hb underscore hose on Twitter, or hose at hbhose dot com via email so god i've had a lot of practice saying that you sound like Anyways. a great broadcaster <laughs> it should be an auctioneer all right bye guys bye bye <laughs>